100 episodes. Yay. So excited. And happy anniversary. Is this an anniversary? It feels like an anniversary. It does. Our first episode It's a centennial. Yeah. Our first episode, I actually think, was very close to two years ago because it was Halloween, wasn't it, that our first episode came out? Yeah, we launched IAD. Right. For Halloween. That's true. We did. Um, Wait. So what I'm going to spotlight Jen. There's Jen. And I'm going to spotlight me. There's me. Oh, there you go. And now look at us. And <laughs> soon it will be uh, like, I'm super excited. It's going to be like a Hollywood Square style yes. thing. The Brady Bunch. What's that called? A grid? I guess the a grid. grid. Yeah. Right. I was actually, when I was coming up with games for us to play today, I was like, how does the Hollywood Squares work? And mm-hmm. I then I couldn't remember and I didn't look it up. Uh, welcome, everybody. To Faded Mates. It's our 100th episode, and we are psyched to have you all with us. Yes. I am Sarah McLean. I write romance novels, and I read romance novels. And I'm Jen Proka. I am a romance reader and critic. That's what I usually say. Um, And there's usually theme music here. And Eric, wait, Eric, are you still here? Eric's, everybody's waiting for Eric's voice. There he is. He exists. There's Eric. We told him that we thought that he should do live music tonight, <laughs> but he's not going to do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but if you re-listen on Wednesday, because we hope this is going to be the episode on Wednesday, there will be maybe the Hollywood Squares theme song will be in it. Do you know the Hollywood Squares theme song, Jen? No, no, I no, don't. Me either. As we, as we established, I know nothing about Hollywood Squares. I know. So. I like vaguely remember it, but that's it. But anyway, here we are. It is Thursday. We survived it. Yeah. And here we are on the other side. And we said we would have a fun time. And it feels like we're going to have a fun time. Agreed. All right. So let's tell everyone what we're doing today. Yes. Okay. So we are going to chat a little bit, the two of us, for about 15 more minutes. Then we have a series of special guests starting at 7.30 Eastern Eastern time. And they are going to be kind of rotating in and out so we don't get too overwhelmed. So starting at 7.30, we have Kate Claiborne, Tracy Livesey, and Andy Christopher. And they'll kind of like, you know, bleed over into Christina Lauren, show up at 8. And then at 8.30, we have Adriana, Nisha, and Joanna Shoup. So with all these people, we have a bunch of different games that we'll be playing, and um, I think it's going to be rather fun. It is. It's going to be the best. Okay. Um, we, so wait, but first, we have to tell everyone. So, okay, there are <laughs> more than 300 people with us so far. And that number, I hope, is going to keep going up, which is great. And I don't think all 300 of you have been with us from season one. But by now, if you've been with us at all, you know that season one was IAD. Season one, Immortals After Dark. The reason why we're called Faded Mates is because Cressley Cole wrote this amazing series. And we are thrilled to have it in our hands and hearts. And uh, today, though, so then that was season one. And we became more than the 18 episodes that we said we were going to be. And then we had season two, which was the books that blooded us. And we're going to talk about a lot of that when we have guests. We're going to talk about the books that blooded them. And hopefully people will talk and chat about the books that blooded them. And uh, and now we're on season three, which is back on our bullshit because 
I mean, by fun. the time you're in season three, like, does anyone care what the theme is? Who can say? <laughs> but um, in the last six weeks, we have been doing a lot of politicking here at Faded State, Faded Mates. We, thanks to best friend Kelly and the team at Indivisible, um, we have been doing a lot of phone banking with many, many of you who have joined mm-hmm. us, which is great. But what's important is that season one and season three came together in like this remarkable combination of excellence today. Jen, tell everybody what happened today. So one of our most diligent and amazing phone bankers, Caroline, who also had like an amazing phone banking story. As I was driving to the polls on Monday night, I had to go and check my polling place. Sarah read me Caroline's story about her talking to this man in, I think, South Carolina or Georgia. I can't remember. And he was 92 and he talked about voting. And if Caroline is on and wants to unmute herself, maybe she can tell the story. Caroline, Caroline, are are you you here? here? Hi, yes. Yay! Yay. Wait, let's spotlight Caroline. Hang on, Caroline, we're not going to tell your story for you. Hang on, we're going to make you cry right here. I'm already crying. Hang on. Oh, yay! Everyone, welcome Caroline. Wait, you are Where'd you go? Do it again. Erica's going to be like, I'm doing the thing, leave me alone. Oh, okay. Hang on. I'm doing the thing, leave me alone. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Wait, is Caroline being spotlighted? Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Hi. You're Hi. already crying. Don't cry already. Hi. We love you. Hi. I love you guys so much. Oh. <laughs> um, well, it was just like when Jen brought up Bishop James, I was like, oh my God, it's just been such a week. Yeah. Um, Wait, so okay. Caroline, introduce yourself to everybody. I'm sorry. Now you're our guest. First special guest, Caroline. Welcome. Hi, Hi. I'm Caroline Yu. Um, I'm originally from New York City, but I live in Pasadena, California. Um, and I have been a romance reader since I was a teenager. And I'm um, I'm in my 50s, so that's a really long time. Um, Same. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Okay. And I don't know what else to say. I'm uh wait, tell them what you do for the old school romance book club or OSRBC. Oh, oh, right. Okay. So at the beginning, like, I guess June of this year, I was like, this world is crazy. Um, the pandemic, um, I'm a, I had a cancer recurrence, so I'm in treatment for cancer. And um, I was like, this world is bananas. I've never read Paranormal, and now I'm going to read IAD because I read everything else that Faded Mates recommends. <laughs> and uh, so I, I was like, I started reading A Hunger Like No Other, and I was like, I need people to talk to about this book because it's <laughs> bananas, and I can't be alone. And so he I, gnaws off his own right. leg in chapter one. <laughs> I was like, I cannot be alone reading this book. And, um, and then I went on the OSRBC page, and I was like, somebody, anybody want to read this with me? And so many people were like, yes, I want to. And Sarah was like, why don't you start an OSRBC IAD page? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, and we have 71 members and every week for the past four months. Um, and I think a couple of members are here with me. I think Margaret is here. Um, oh, look, you're going to get new members. You're gonna, I know today. a lot of people are like, I Wait, didn't know I'm going to say, Eva Moore is in chat. Eva, can you put the link to the IAD OSRBC page in chat? She's so great. She's totally yes, already she's probably doing it. Go on. <laughs> if it wasn't for Eva, I would not have been able to navigate like this whole page. And then like all these women joined and I started a weekly book chat. So I was like, okay, every week we're going to read a book. 
<laughs> and that's what we did. And so every week we meet for 90 minutes on a Facebook a messenger room. And we talk about the book that we read and we take notes. And it's been amazing. And I've had like the same like four or five women every week. And then we've read the Game Maker series when we finished, mm-hmm. when we finished um, Wicked Abyss. Yes. And then, and now this last week for the Sunday, we're rereading A Hunger Like No Other just to wrap it all up. Cause we were like, and now we should have done that. That's a great idea, Jen. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're just going to have to go back. Season four is going to be IED part two. We just talked about all the things we forgot to talk about the first time. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. So, so we're going to talk about it this Sunday and then we're going to start reading along with season three of Fade and Mate. So our next book is going to be, um, the hating game. Nice. Well, no. Oh. We're, we're gonna starting from up. the beginning. Well, oh, great. We're, we're, previewed skipping, our we're skipping Fifty Shades, and we are doing um, Heart of Blood and Ashes, then Serving Pleasure, and then um, The Hating Game. Because we, ju- I just saw that. We had made our plan, and then I read your episode notes on Tuesday night, and I was like, group, we're going to have to regroup. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Yay. Is. Well, and today... well, but wait, we haven't gotten to like why today is amazing. So then Caroline oh. has been at Faded Me, Faded States, the phone banking every week since we started and tell everybody. And then oh you God. just became like a phone banking addict. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, because it's really, you know, it's really hard to like feel so powerless yeah. You know, and um, so, but the phone banking made me feel empowered and I, it was just so good for me in so many ways. And I was so grateful that you guys made it so easy and indivisible and best friend Kelly. And um, okay. So I phone banked and, you know, every week it was like super fun. And I'm even doing like ballot curing this week. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then today, a friend of mine was over, and we were taking out my trash. And when we went downstairs, there was, like, this huge box at the bottom of my stairs. I was like, what is this? I did not order a big box from Amazon. And I brought it upstairs, and I opened it, and I was like, there was this huge gift basket, and I couldn't figure out the card. It just said my name, and I was like, what is this? And I finally figured out how to open the card because, you know, I'm slow. And... Wait, can I read the card? Oh my god, it? yes, of course. Okay. Wait, Andre, while you're while you're getting the card, I have to say so as part of Faded, if you listen to this episode, this past Wednesday's, this past Wednesday's episode, yesterday's episode of Faded Mates, you know that a bunch of authors donated goodies and like books and things to Faded Mates. Yeah. For fate for the phone makers. Go on. And and it's been amazing. Like I've gotten such great you know, and I would have done it for free. I mean, okay, so so I finally figured out this card, and it says, um, Dear Caroline, thank you so much for your phone banking and support of the IAD series. I can't tell you how much I appreciate both. Here's a little taste of NOLA, home of the lore. All my um, warmest wishes to you, smiley face, Presley. <laughs> And it's this gigantic gift basket <laughs> of like delicious looking things. I didn't even yeah. have time to open it because I just started crying. Yeah, of course. And it's it was on like, Twitter, you guys. She put a picture on Twitter. Well, you guys, I didn't put it in the chat. It's Jen amazing. and I have never gotten a gift basket. <laughs> never. It's, it's fine. I'm not mad about it. Me, but happy for Caroline and all. We're so happy and not at all jealous. <laughs> I, so the first Send thing you Sarah things. said to me is she was like, is Monroe in there? And I was like, it better not be. <laughs> I 
don't think Wait, so. Wait, Caroline, don't tell us if Monroe is in there. We can't yeah. handle it. <laughs> That's true. You just need to keep that shit on the down low for sure. Yeah, it was amazing. So anyway. I can't believe it. <laughs> We're so happy. Caroline. phone banker. Amazing. I mean, you deserve it for being amazing. But like, I mean, we deserve it too for being amazing. You guys are amazing. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to find the link on um, Twitter here so yeah. that we can put it. So if you click on this link, everybody, I'm going to put it in the chat. You will see this amazing gift basket. Oh, wait, huge. Kelly just put it in. Perfect. Amazing. Oh, thank you, Kelly. It's huge. And I'm like, I haven't had a chance to open it. Because, you know, it's cool. Well, when you open like, it, you got to do like a thread. Yeah, I will. Show us uh, everything. I'll do an like unboxing an, like video. unboxing video. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and if you send it to us, we'll put it on the Fate of Maze Instagram or something. That would be really fun. But you guys, but Caroline, thank you so much. We said it on the podcast this week. We've thank said it to you a thousand that. times, but thank you so much. And we're really so happy and proud to have you with us every week. So. Yeah. You're the best. You. And I'm so glad that that happened to you. Yeah, thank it's you. amazing. It's an amazing <laughs> gift basket. I love All you right. guys. You're amazing. Thank oh, you. Oh, thank you. All right. That's so, so we fun. have I'm so glad a couple here. more minutes before we get to our um our 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 special guests, but Sarah, we did ask people um last week if they had questions and there yeah. was one in particular that I thought would be really funny to ask you. Oh god. Which is I did not get the questions, so I don't have a funny one. Yeah, for you. it's it's great. You're gonna love this question. Okay. okay, Sarah, what's one thing you wish you could write in a book, but you think it's too bonkers? <laughs> Okay, so can I tell you, this is not the answer, but when I first started writing romance, I don't think I've ever said this on the, I told the story on the podcast and I apologize if I have, because you know, a hundred episodes, you repeat yourself. Sure. Um, so, but when I first started writing, I was right, I wrote a YA novel called The Season and then I got myself an agent and the agent was um, for YA. And then I was like, but I don't want to write YA forever. I want to write books that have sex in them. <laughs> and so, so can we do that instead? And she was great and like super, she was young and eager and amazing. And I love her very much, but she's just not a romance agent. But she was like, yes, I'm with you. We're doing this. So I wrote nine rules and I gave it to her and I, and she, she took me to lunch in this like tightly, it was, it was in the before times <laughs> and we went to a cafe and it was like me, her and I sitting like this. And then like immediately next to us, like it was, it was in Madison Square Park or like just off Madison Square Park in New York City. And like immediately, like six inches from us was another, was like, we're two men in suits and six inches from us this way, we're two men in suits. And she sat down and she was like, okay, I've been doing research and... I was trying to figure out, like, what can you write in romance? Like, where are the boundaries? What are the rules? And I hear, everything's fine, but not anal. <laughs> and she said it so loud. <laughs> that was like, like the before time. This, now it's like, everywhere. <laughs> massive coffee shop full of business people. Just, I mean, it just felt like it went dead silent. Of course. Um, and that was how long ago it was because yeah. at the time you couldn't write anal, I guess. Sure. Now it's I practically, mean, in a, I bet it's in Harlequin Desire next month. Now, like <laughs> the master is I mean, just, sure. I mean, chastity belts and anal all over the place. So <laughs> only one place. <laughs> I know. Sorry. It's so wrong. You guys, I'm sorry. That was great. Oh, a plus. I thought okay. maybe you'd be nervous, but we're no. fine. <laughs> No, never. Um, so what is the thing that I think is most, oh, what is most bonkers? 
Oh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot now. Now that we've done all these yeah. like old school books, I just yeah. don't think I could do a lot of that stuff. I mean, we've yeah. said it a thousand times, like writing a hero who smokes. <laughs> it's like the craziest thing you could do. I'm sure I've said this, but I teach my students like, you know, like symbols, right? I'm like, oh yeah, anybody who smokes is a villain. Now, I'm sorry, any of you out there in smokers, I mean in books. Yeah. In real life, I just want you to take care of I mean, of here's the thing. There are a lot of things. Like, what's amazing about this podcast, and I've said this to you a thousand times, is, like, now I feel like the books we come to, like, Millivane, talk about, like, books that take the finger yeah. are, like, books that lead me into, like, well, maybe there isn't anything too right. crazy to write. Yeah. You know, I mean, I sure wasn't planning on a blood hand job being anywhere near any book. Well, and I listened to <laughs> Mila on The Wicked Wallflowers, I think, last week. And oh, I she, should listen to that. It's actually, you should, because it's fascinating. And she talked a little bit about that part and how she just was like, but it's what I wanted to do. And I was like, and we love you for it. It's a great, it's yep. a great interview. So if you haven't listened to it, you should. Beth just said in chat, I'm ready for Sarah McLean's adult breastfeeding scene. <laughs> Because I did promise Clayton, Clayton. from learning the tropes sure. that I would write an adult breastfeeding scene in. And now Eric's like, oh God, what is happening? I know. What's <laughs> happening? I know. He's he's heard all of it. Eric got weird to say is he's like, you two will talk about the most banana stuff and then be like, trigger warning for the horse. <laughs> right. And I was like, what's your point, Eric? That's fine. <laughs> Danica, let's get weird. Yeah. Yes, so sure. let's keep asking people that, but it's time. Let's yes. who who do we have? Who's so we are first? looking for Kate Claiborne is our next contestant on the price is right. Kate Claiborne, will you um, unmute yourself? And because and there are 325 people. You know what you should do is Hi. search the participants. I'm right here. Wait, I hear her. <gasps> there she is. Ooh, oh, look, Eric's making look it. Look at you. Oh, hi guys hi, your Kate. lipstick looks amazing to welcome to faded mates Kate well I, I thought I had to put on lipstick so I can look more composed on the outside than I feel on the inside <laughs> don't worry it will be very gentle it's gonna um, be fine it's gonna be fine <laughs> Andy Christopher is also going to be with us. And Tracy Livesey. Andy Christopher, Andy. where are you? Hi, I'm right here. Can you Hi, me? Andy. Archie's next to me. He's sleeping. I'm going to let him sleep because puppies are assholes. Yes. Yeah, never, never wake, wake a, a sleeping, sleeping dog. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> and Tracy, is Tracy Livesey here? I'm here, yeah. Jamie. Yes. Yay. Hi, Jay! Welcome, everyone. Three of our favorites. We're so excited to have you all. Linda put hashtag hammock into the chat when Tracy <laughs> appeared. And I'm not mad about it. I love Linda. Hamcock is trending. Yeah. It's trending. Hamcock. Hamcock. <laughs> <laughs> so all right everyone. we're gonna talk about we're just gonna do quick introductions but people who listen everybody tonight people who listen to the pod are you're all you're gonna be thrilled because it's just a who's who of our favorites so um or many of our favorites so kate claiborne is the only person who's ever filled in for me on the pod so I welcome am. what a what an honor and I what mean, an honor it was. what else do you do <laughs> How young we were then when I filled in. Yes. True. Um, wait, I have it. Wait, I have it. Kate is the author of many of our favorite books on the podcast, but today this arrived 
in mm. my mailbox, and I'm extremely oh. excited. So that's my new one. Hey, we love you. Tell us about your new one, which um, people can pre-order now. Yes. Yes, you can pre-order it. Comes out on February 23rd. It is um, a enemies to lovers romance um, about a couple of neighbors, uh, one of whom wants to make his uh, recently inherited apartment a short-term rental, um, and um, the other neighbor who desperately does not want that. And so there's a very gentle prank war and a lot of sweetness and light and. Um, I am so glad it's almost out. I'm really excited about this one. Same. There's a balcony meeting. It's romance. It's amazing. It's romance. I think about it all the time. I read it a while ago. Jen is in love with it. I am in love with it. I really am. Fine. So Kate is here. Welcome, Kate. Thank you. Andy, Christopher, one of our favorites. Eric's Eric's coming. Oh, wait. Our producer is passing me a note. Hang on. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) He's like, okay. I'm told Steve Amidon is here. <gasps> Steve, Steve's here. The producer is passing me notes about you, Steve. <laughs> Steve, we'll let you in a second, but we're very excited. Um, Andy Christopher is also one of our favorites. Joined us for this the famous cinnamon roll episode. Yes, where she where legendarily claimed that Father Bell from Sierra Simone's Priest was a cinnamon roll, <laughs> and I mean, I changed like... our worlds forever. <laughs> I'm I'm not taking it back now. I'm not taking it back. (laughs) (laughs) But we talked about this. Andy, I want you to talk about what you're doing on Instagram now because we talked about it a little bit on the Wednesday episode, but will you tell everybody what's going on because they should all be following you on Instagram and maybe somebody could put your Instagram handle in the chat so that they can. Yes. So I'm late on Instagram because I... um, need to talk to people. Um, I decided to invite some of my friends and favorites on to sort of recreate the magic of drunk history, but talk about drunk romance history. So bananas, romance novels, old school's great, new school's great, but it's very fun. We like spend an hour every week. Um, I sometimes think I get sillier drunk than my guests and I, and I need Sarah to reverse that trend on Saturday. Um, but, and, and someday I want to be able to do it live, but it's just, it's, it's just a chance for me to like talk to my friends about romance novels, which is basically all I want to do all the time and, um, talk about it. The first episode I saw like the first few minutes of again, and it was the day that Chris Evans leaked his dick pic. <laughs> the greatest day of your life. Kate's like, turn off my camera, please. <laughs> I have to wait. Before you continue, I just have to tell the story of that dick pic happened. And of course, we have a thread with, we have, I have threads with lots of you, but Jen and I have a thread with Kate. And I was like, oh my God, this is happening. And I was like, Jen, do you want it? And Kate was like, do not put that picture in this, in this thread. I stay on brand. <laughs> I very, I very poised. Yes. All the time. Like, Wait, yeah, no. Tracy, before we continue to drag Kate. Tracy, why don't you tell us about your latest book and welcome. And also then, um, I love the purple of the room behind you. I just want to say that. Okay, yeah, it's not a pretty room. It is. Thank you. 
Thank you. It's actually a navy blue. Excuse me, Jen. And it's where I spend lots of time these days with my... uh, Where is it? Oh, Oh, cheers. 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 Um, My latest uh, is Like Lovers Do. It's a best friends to lovers. It's wonderful. Everyone here, all 325 of you, need to go and purchase it right now. It's on sale for $1.99. Audiobook $3.99. What? Oh, Can somebody goodness. put the link to Like it's Lovers so good. in the chat? Yes, so good. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, it's that's one of my favorites. Like, literally my favorite this year. Amazing. But that's Ooh, all. And I had the privilege of being a guest on Andy's Drunk History. And it was bonkers and bananas. And I had the best time. So I mean, so, it was so much fun. And it was a book that didn't even have sex in it. That's how much fun we can have. Is that the books not even need to have sex in it. That was actually just need to be bonkers. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna pick a book that has sex in it though. Yeah. I mean, uh, just saying. Me too. Of course, of course. It was like great. that would be uh, that would be very off brand for you to pick a book that had no sex in it. Yeah, I don't even know. Well, yeah, agreed. I, I, I expect a fast incendiary burn. Obviously, I mean, if it was a slow burn, I'd be like, everyone turn to the 95 percent mark. Wait, that's there, where okay. things happen. So there is a book that everybody, that people have been searching for in the OSRBC Facebook group for like years that somehow involves a wave crashing over a couple and accidental penetration because of this wave. (laughs) If you find out the name of that book, that will be the book that I do. Off chance that someone in here knows that book. I'm sorry. Please let us know. I'm sorry. What beach was that? I need to make <laughs> <laughs> Also, that's the only instance where a guy could cheat and he could be like, it was an accident. And then he doesn't have to believe him. <laughs> but like, what, what are you doing naked on a beach with another woman? It's, like that. Mm. It was a powerful wave. It, it was like a tsunami. It crashed them together. <laughs> it took off all of their clothes. Yeah. Man, powerful wave. It was romance reasons. That's <laughs> romance. Oh, we should have done bingo. Kelly should have done bingo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Next 200 episodes, we'll do bingo. Yeah, there you go. Um, so wait, we have a game. We do. I'm excited about we these have games. games. Do you want to okay. do your, would you, all right. We have, we want to know what the, what books blooded them. And you have a yeah. game and then I have a game. We have a lot to do. Yeah, maybe I, it's We got to get on it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you going to go first? Um, well, why don't we talk about books that blooded people? Because yes. people come to Fate of Mates to fill their TBR. So, and yeah. I asked all of you to prepare this <laughs> in email like yeah. two hours ago because the world's on fire. Um, so we would love, as you know, season two, many of you were on during season two. Can you talk a little bit about a book that blooded you as a romance reader? Add a bonus if there's, you know, wave and accidental <laughs> penetration. <laughs> hey, you go ahead and go first. It'll keep us on track, I believe. Okay. Uh, you know I like an agenda. Um, <laughs> okay, so I I would say there's a couple of these, but all of you have heard me talk about Jenny Cruzy before, but I'm going to talk about a book that, like, was like having a plug put into my socket. Like, it really sort of lit me up, and that so is Lisa Claypass, Seduce Me, or, yeah, Seduce Me at Sunrise with Kev and when yeah. because there is a man suffering for the entire book <laughs> yes. and that is what i realized i loved about romance and so <laughs> that is a book that blooded me and uh since that i have always looked for books that give me that same angsty suffering feeling you know what I we like need it. to do right now is the we've prepared actually a little perfect game for you kate and we're going to do it right now oh yep 
It's very on brand. Yeah, we, we, we know you very well. Sarah, are you going to share your screen? I am. It? So we did... Um, Hang on. Ah. I got to find it. Right, I'll explain while Sarah finds it. You we have... It, it is a game of fuck, fuck, marry, kill. But ah. instead of people, it is three <laughs> examples of men's hero suffering. Hero oh, suffering. And you get to pick... Yeah. For Kate, for you, Ooh. which one of them? This is your Fuck, Mary Kill, the Hero Suffering Edition. Oh, Here my we go. God. Okay. Here we go. Wait, can you see it? No, not yet. Wait, why can't you see it? Oh, wait, yes, because I didn't push the button. Yes, there you go. Can you see it now? Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. All okay. Right. Kill, <laughs> fuck, Mary Kill, Suffer Edition. <laughs> one. Okay. So I pick, I pick one. One for each, yeah. One that you got one. Has, you have to kill one, marry one, and fuck one. <laughs> to be clear, you know, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever played this game. Oh my god! <laughs> the way it's meant to be played. Okay, it's also on. Hey. Okay, we have another you one for you it. later. Kill. So the options are because we're, this is audio. Okay. The options. So this is the kill, marry, or fuck suffer edition, uh-huh. and the options are one: the hero lets himself be murdered by the heroine's family, a la. A Judith McNaught's A Kingdom of Dreams. Uh-huh. Two, a public declaration of love by a celebrity. Uh-huh. Three, many books. the hero breaks out of jail and steals a police car to declare love to the heroine. I, I read that book. It's like in Texas. Text. Yeah. Yeah. We knew you had. Uh, I'm going to kill that middle one, public declaration of love <laughs> by a celebrity hero. Um, Feel free, Andy and Tracy, to jump in if you have, you know, sure, if you, you want to advocate, if you want a lawyer for this. <laughs> I'm, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The public declaration of love by a celebrity hero has me thinking of very specific celebrity hero. And um, I like it. I'm going to at least fuck it. I'm just going to say that. Right, go <laughs> on, Kate. Okay. I respect Andy's view, but I'm still going to kill that. Mm-hmm. I don't want any of that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to definitely fuck Hero Let's Himself Be Murdered by Heroin's Family. <laughs> we knew you'd love that one. That's a kink. That's yeah. Uh-huh. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to marry that one. That yeah. one. And I'm yeah. going to marry the hero that breaks out of jail uh, and steals a police car. Sure. Life of crime ahead of you. You're on the lamb. You're you're in love, but you're on the lamb. These are pretty like minor suffering things. Okay, <laughs> uh, what's your? Do you want to tell us your favorite? Yeah. yeah. Feel free to rewrite this, Kate. What's my favorite suffering? By the way, here lets himself be murdered by Heron's family. You could also argue works for a heart of blood and ashes. I mean, I was just oh. gonna say, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to spoil the end of that book, but I was just gonna say yes. it's like it's like so many pages of suffering, and I mean, I've read it 50 times already. Just those pages of suffering. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That's what I want. Okay. All right. All right. Andy Christopher, Tracy Livesey, we've got other tropes for this group. We're just going to do this now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So hang on. I can't talk about a book that blooded me. Well, I mean, you've all read. Yes, we're going to come back. What? We're Kate's face. <laughs> <laughs> so. You've all read one, at least you all know about IAD if you haven't read it. Look mm-hmm. at Tracy's face. Tracy's like, oh, no. I'm so what glad I didn't get this one. I'm just not. All right, I'm ready. Okay, so no, I'm going to kill 
Porn. Not these Gross. exact ones, obviously. <laughs> I mean, well, we should talk about this. So the options this is the IAD edition. The options are fangs, wolf hologram, or horns. The pictures are, we'll put them in show notes, or they'll be like, we'll make sure images, that yeah. well, they'll be the images on the podcast. Um, so we've got the vampires who, you know, instantly get an erection when they meet their fated mate. We've got wolf hologram, which the hero has to control in order to love his heroine properly. <laughs> Um, and then there's horns, which are sexual um, appendages, if used properly. I mean, they're always used properly. Even I was just surprised, surprised this week rereading Sweet Ruin. And the truth, and Josie, like, even mentions DeShazer's horn, horns, and he's, and that's like, sex is on. So. Sure. Who's up? I know my answer. Okay, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna kill horns. Sorry. Um, I'm going to marry the wolf hologram, and I'm definitely gonna fuck the fangs because, like, a guy who's like really like just up for it immediately. That's that's very hot. Okay, fair. Anyone so, else? Tracy, do you have feelings about this? Everybody agrees. You're all <laughs> killing the horns. I mean, yeah. I know Kate is killing the horns. Kate's yeah. killing the horns. Yeah. Don't even ask. I, remember when I made you guys think about what the horns, like what material the horns were? And I was like, it's the same as fingernails. It's the other fingernails here. And I was like, and that's your ivory. Going back to the original question of Sarah, what's too bonkers that you wouldn't put it in a book? Like I, in that conversation was like, wait, why can't the horns be used as penetrative tools at some point? <laughs> that was my Sarah. thought. I mean, there's three places where she could just go to town. He could. You'd just have to really it. file them down, everybody. I, think I mean, or like coat them in silicone and like sure. so they're san so you can sanitize them. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just medical grade. One of the books, like some one of them, like bite off their nails before they like several times. Yes, yeah. the vampires. Yeah, you know, I'm just they saying. take care of their women. Is the point Tracy's trying to make here? I'm just saying, you know, in case it's been a rough day down there, you can go up there. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. I think this is good. And then we have one more. Uh, here, Trope Edition. How about this one? This one's for Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kill, marry, or fuck. Only one bed. Educational kissing. Or just once to get it out of my system. Okay. I am going to... I'm going to fuck educational kissing. Yes. I just think that is sexy as hell. Um, <laughs> I've been married for a very long time. So, you know, there's no more just making out for the, <laughs> just for making out purposes. <laughs> I would love to go back to that. But that, <laughs> that ship has sailed. It's docked. It's been deep plank, whatever. That's not happening anymore. Deep plank. So, <laughs> um, so I would fuck educational kissing. Um, I would kill only one bed because it's ridiculous. Like, come on, we are grown people. Like, we <laughs> get in one bed. The fact that this is even still used as a, oh my god, well I'll sleep on the couch. No, bitch, get in the bed. It's yeah. And um, so what's left? Mary just wants to get out of my system. We all know that's not happening. Exactly. So, yeah. Sure. That, uh, yes, and I stand behind that, all of it. Yes. <laughs> okay. We all know that I really love just wants to get it out of my system. That's my, that's my, that that's my home trope, that I, I would marry that too. Yeah, that's what we all say, but you know. Yeah. 
You know, All right. right. I mean, I wrote a whole series of just wants to get out of my system. Yes, you did. And I love that series. <laughs> okay. Andy and, and Tracy, I want you to tell us your books that blooded you. And then I have, we have one more game to play with actually with Kate and Tracy. Andy, you're going to go in later. You'll have play this game with CeeLo. Okay. So okay. book that blooded you, Andy, and then Tracy. Um. So this is really hard. I think the book that blooded me sort of like, post law school when I took a romance reading break. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it was Wicked Burn by Beth Carey. And like trigger warning for like a, a dead kid. But that's in the past. It doesn't happen on the page. I Does Beth Carey still write? Does anybody know? Because I also was a Beth Carey, a huge Beth Carey fan. I mean, her books are so... Freaking banana sexy. Like, there's, like... And they're, like... And I was thinking about this book the other day. Like, they meet up in a hallway. And they're, like, doing it very little time later. Speaking of a fast incendiary burn. And he is, like, an alpha hero. And you're kind of, like, by the end of the book, I was like... No. (laughs) But he need. I felt like he also needed to suffer more. But I love that book. So Beth Carey. Um, but as like a baby romance reader, I think in the Lost Category romance episode, I mentioned there was this book. It was by Bethany Campbell called The Cloud Holders. And it was the one in my grandma's bag of Harlequin romance novels that had, um, it had like kissing, like topless kissing in it. And I was like, romance reader for life. Like, there's not just kissing in it. It's so hot. Like, <laughs> making out, right? Yeah, actual making out. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is very different from, like, the other ones where the governess is going to stay with the taciturn man who doesn't kiss her until the last page. This is what I came to romance for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Topless sure. kissing between people who hate each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Tracy. Uh, Steve Amadon is in chat saying Beth Carey had something out last year. Steve, oh, thank cool. you. Thank you. Tracy, what about you? What's a book that blooded you? Um, this was this was hard for me too because there are lots of books where I don't remember the title, so that would not be helpful to people. Welcome um, to Faded Mates. It's fine. <laughs> so <I laughs> On tried, brand, yeah. To think of something where I could actually like remember the title, and so it's actually a series. It's Nalini Singh's Sai Changeling series. Mm-hmm. I can't remember when the series came out, but I remember like I had a Kindle and I remember it was the first series I had on that Kindle where I used the, you get to the end of the book and you immediately <laughs> buy the next book. That, I mean, I, I it was just the way she wrote it. It was, I felt like transported into that world it was amazing and the one of my favorite books I had to go look it up because I'm not good with titles was Branded by Fire and it's Mercy and Riley's book and there's a scene in that book where like they meet in the woods and they like have sex and the way she describes it I read that scene like (laughs) over and over and picture it in my head it's so I mean it just does something to me so um the entire series is great but that book um the way Riley lays it down in the forest it's, it's I hope there are no pine needles right now. Forest. Y'all can't tell. I'm being blooded at this moment. There were definitely no pine needles. It doesn't. Pine needles, sand, 
None of that happens in romance. No, not at in all. Seasons. Everyone's just not, impervious it to shouldn't surfaces. happen in real life. Let's be honest. A palette of leaves. A palette of leaves. Yes. Oh, a palette. Of course, it was a palette. Yeah, yeah. And they were able to make sweet love. Yeah. I mean, those old Julie Garwood <laughs> books, they would always lie down on like a soft bed of pine. Like that's not soft. There's something <laughs> soft about it pine. Is in Scotland, Sarah. Whatever. Yes. Sure. You're right. It's, it's very peaty. There. There's a lot of peat. Moss. You're in a bog. I mean, why couldn't he put his kilt down? I don't understand. He can. He does. And then they yeah. wrap themselves in it. Yeah. Like the He's not yeah, using it's, it anyway. True. Oh my his goodness. accent keeps his, keeps her warm. It's true. There you go. Okay, so we are going to play a game now with Kate and Tracy called Title <laughs> Smash. I made up this game earlier. Tracy, today. look how pretty we look there you together. Guys, okay. Jen made up this game on Thursday, November fifth, twenty twenty. I did. All right. So. Here's how this game works. I take your two books and I smash them together and make a new title, and you two have to tell me what your new book is about. So your new title is. Not like lovers do or love at first. It's like lovers do at first. At first. What is your book about? First, our books are besties. Aren't they besties, Kate? They're beautiful. They Maybe they play baseball. Yeah. They, oh, you mean like we're doing a friends to lovers, Tracy? We're writing a friends to lovers book? Oh, no. I mean, our covers are besties. Yes. Oh, yes, they are. So sure. They look, I, I was, tr- you guys, it's a theme all night. I think the okay. covers look nice together. What is okay. like lovers do first all about? <laughs> I like friends to lovers. Obviously, I feel like that's right. Obviously, there's going to be educational kissing. Obviously. Oh. Obviously. In this, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think um, there's also a meet cute that involves them pretending to like be immediate boyfriend and girlfriend mm. because. Um, like she's trying to get away from, um, a really sort of creepy guy. Mm -hmm. And so she sees this guy and he is beautiful and attractive as, you know, romance heroes are. And so they do the, oh, oh honey, sort of, you know, pretend that they are dating so she can get rid of this other guy because that's what lovers do at first. That's a really good meet cute. I like that. Um, okay, I definitely like I said, I think there's educational kissing, and I think it's gonna be because um let's see. When these two people have their meet cute, uh, this heroine has um just gotten out of a relationship where uh, she was with the same guy for 10 years and she never once felt a spark with him. Like it was a totally sort of neutral arrangement. They met a long time ago. It seemed like a good idea, but she never felt a spark with him. And now she wants to feel that spark. And so he is going to, uh, he is a playboy, educational kissing, but in fact, it's going to be him that has to learn a bunch of lessons because he is knocked on his ass by love, which is I like what I like. Suffering. <laughs> Suffer. I thought for sure this was going to turn out to be a baseball romance. But that's fine. fine. <laughs> At first, sure. Fine. Well, okay. you're not a bit. professional, so. That's true. That's true. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm a nobody. And that, or we are, that or finally someone was going to explain to me the difference if, between like first base and second base, which, you know, my <laughs> Okay, ready? To be clear, if Tracy and I... Boobs. To be clear, if Tracy and I ever had to write a book together, we would be 
a mess because yeah. Tracy and I, whenever we have gotten together, are a mess together. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It would, the, yeah, the concentration would be nowhere. It would take us a while. We would need a long delivery would, date on that. We would, need, <laughs> we would need a lot of extensions. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought Kate would uh, would like this one. Okay. We have <laughs> the tycoon's missing Christmas. This is just listen, missing the word like baby or mistress no. or no, bride. missing Christmas. Obviously, if... Tracy, let me just say this. If I am writing a book about a tycoon, he is just getting out of prison for some kind of corporate crime that he has committed. And so he has missed a lot of prisons in a row because he's been in prison for doing terrible shit with corporate money. See, and that's why I knew Kate would love this one. She's like, he's learned this fucking Christmas. lesson. And now he's going to get out and like, you know, learn about the meaning of Christmas. Tracy, tell me what the hero, the heroine is going to do for this man. Okay. learned his lesson. Okay, so this dude took, his company took her parents' retirement. <gasps> oh, she, so good. Yeah, <laughs> is not happy. And so she finds out that he's getting out. And um, yes. that's great. She, uh, she found out where he was in prison and she started writing him and being his pen pal and oh. she found out that when he got out, he wanted to go to this one cabin so that he could make up all the Christmases he'd been missing. And oh. so she, um, knows that is she going to ruin it? Is she going to ruin it? <laughs> and so she gets him and goes to the cabin and it's going to be revenge at first. Yes. Um, Yes. But then Put they're in my bed. Um, yes. falling in love. But yeah. I love this. Crazy. I actually am like, write this book. It's amazing. <laughs> later. Everybody on this call, this book will be out in 12 years, which is how long it'll take Tracy and I to get it. No, here's the thing. I, I'm going to make you guys write this. Yep. <laughs> See? This is like ideas are born in the crucible of faded mates. In a in a dumb Zoom game. Okay. Can I just say that Kate like actually helps me figure out how to write the book that I'm editing now, and I think it's like thanks to Kate that my editor's like, "This is the best draft you've ever turned in," and I'm like, "I think it's because I made Kate like reassure me I could write a slow burn romance." Mm. Yeah. You know, if you ever need See? encouragement about a slow burn, you come to Kate. I mean, that's a Like I was like fifty percent, so it's not that slow. Like, okay. All right. We Bef have three minutes. Yeah. And that means what? Yeah. This is like our, our lightning round. To lightning round. Yeah. So okay. this is a good one. Okay. So we are going to play a game called Wood Wood Derek Craven. <laughs> oh, okay. This is good. <laughs> so, oh, look. Already the chat Everyone knows. knows. Yeah, <laughs> Wood Derek Craven. <laughs> Already, game. Would Derek Craven breastfeed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So this game is called Would Derek Craven. For those of you who've never played this game or read Derek Craven's, or well, none of you have played this game, but for you, we made it up today know, too. Yeah. Jen and I, in season two, invented a holiday. We did. I mean, I, I feel like that should be like that's the first line of my obituary. Yes. <laughs> Co-creator of Derek Craven Day, which no word of a lie, you guys, if you Google Derek Craven Day, 
It will show it to you like it is an actual holiday. It is February 4th. It is. And um, so we like Derek Craven, who is the hero of Lisa Kleypas' Dreaming of You. There's a whole episode about Derek Craven. Steve Amidown and the Bowling Green, uh, the Brown Pop Popular Culture Library often do threads on Derek Craven Day. We're very proud of our Derek Craven Day work. Um, so those of you who uh, don't know Derek Craven, this is basically... Just go with this image. This is what he is. Just yes. make it a hero, and this is what you've got. So um, the answers are obviously Devin, Derek Craven would or Derek Craven would never. Those are your choices. You can, you, if you want to tell us a little more, that's fine. That's fine. So there's one for each of you. Kate Claiborne, would Derek Craven use Irish Spring? D- Derek Craven would absolutely fucking use Irish Spring. <laughs> Absolutely. Not cologne. He would not work. He would not lower himself to put on cologne, but he would use Irish spring and he would smell fucking great. (laughs) Fine. Yeah. All right. Okay. Andy Christopher, would Derek Craven go to therapy? Derek Craven would never go to therapy willingly. Sarah would have to make him. There. That's what I was looking for. That is the correct answer. (laughs) Like Sarah would have to be like, we got to work on this. Like, I need my skepticals back. All right, we'll allow it. And uh, Tracy Livesey, would Derek Craven remove your spectacles before blowing your mind in a hammock? No, <laughs> Derek Craven would never. There's not enough time. Uh, <laughs> it's not enough time. But I feel um, that Derek Craven um, would do enough that my spectacles would probably fall off. So. <laughs> I will allow that. Sure. Amazing. I feel great about it. I do too. <laughs> All, All right. right. So Christina and Lauren, would you say hi? And Eric is going to pin you so to the to you. the board. There you There's are. Christina. Hello. Hi. And, How are you guys? Good. How are you? Thanks for coming. Yes. Oh my God, we're so excited to be here. There's so many people here. Oh, oh Lauren. Oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Everyone, right. welcome, Christina Lauren. Oh wait, can Lauren. we get? Can we? Oh wait, do we have Lauren? Lauren? I thought I heard Lauren. She's up right? in. I see her, yeah. but I'm like you guys. I'm right here. Oh, <laughs> Christina, you are there muted. You are. There you are. Okay, no, we. Oh, Christina's mute. Muted. Okay. Hi. There we go. All right. Now we're back. So now we are. We're moving forward in Hollywood Squares. People are going to jump off. I know people have places to go, and that's totally fine. Um, but we you know Kate, it's close to my bedtime. So yeah, well, that's why we are both Wait, like we gotta get Kate Jen, on first. Tell Eric, tell everyone the story about Eric. <laughs> okay, so we have been doing some pre-planning, and so it was me and Sarah and Eric. I think this morning on the Zoom, just like you know, practicing. And I was like, well, Kate's got to go first because she goes to bed early. And Eric was like, but it's like eight o'clock, and we were like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it goes to bed early. Try me, Eric. Do you want to talk about it? (laughs) And then Sarah was like, she wakes up at like four in the morning or, you know, whatever. Very put together. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Early bird. Overachiever. Christina and Lauren, those of you who listen to the pod religiously know that I feel, I, in fact, I was sort of like, I feel weird asking Christina and Lauren if they want to come and do this with us for two hours because, you know, they just did two hours of fanfic with us, and maybe they're tired of looking <laughs> at our faces. <laughs> Always. 
Always. Never, never tired <laughs> of looking at your face. Um, so we are incredibly happy to have you guys with us. Christina and Lauren, as you know, did our fanfic episode with us. They've also done other episodes with us. They did, what was the trope that you guys came to talk about? Forced proximity. Forced proximity. Yes. And they have a Christmas book out right now called In a Holidays, which is yes, delightful. Thank you. Thank you. Delightful. It's what everybody needs and... is just some happy, fluffy joy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. That is right. So somebody um, write me a romance about a heroic ballot counter. That's, <laughs> That's probably nice. coming. Like I'm a Philadelphian who's like, I'm, I'm going to count these down. fucking ballots, right? It, yeah. That's an idea for everyone. It's too soon. <laughs> We're not ready. And maybe like a hero who's like running Give it a, a day, like, Jen. Like a black party outside. Yeah, right. That's like pissing off the mega people. Like running a block party. She's sure. mind dancing. She's making them angry. The oh, ballot yeah. inside. They lock <laughs> eyes as he's leaving, finally. In Philadelphia. Yeah. In Philadelphia. <laughs> Gritty is involved. <laughs> Gritty. <laughs> See? Look at it. It's writing it. At, it's like. Writes itself. It's itself. It is. It is. There was a great tweet that came up today that was like, it feels weird that, you know, people would try to mess with Philadelphia, like the home of people who have knocked Santa on his ass. (laughs) Philadelphia is not where you want to, like, start shit. (laughs) I went to college in Philadelphia, and I remember the first time I went to a a sporting event, and I, I was like, oh, look at this. Yeah. And then very quickly, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. These are my people. Right? But, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. One of, yeah, one like of my favorite things I had to unlearn after leaving Philadelphia, though, is, okay, if you're ever driving in Philadelphia, maybe this was just in the burbs. I went to Villanova. And, like, okay, you know how, like, the light turns green? And, you know, if you're, like, wanting to make a left-hand turn, you have to wait That's for where you go. Turn. In Philadelphia, there's a courtesy where the first person looking to make a left goes first. And then everybody else oh. proceeds. And I was like, it's just, and the first time I did it with someone, for, you know, visiting, they're like, what is going on? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. it's just a Philadelphia thing. You just That's go with your first. So amazing. Yeah. My, my graduate advisor was from Philly. And so I was in a car with him in California at one point, And he pulled that shit in California. And I was yeah. like, sir, what are you doing? You do not <laughs> hear that here. Die. What are you doing? <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, it's a Pennsylvania thing, I guess. Who knew? Um, so welcome Christina and Lauren. We are so excited to have you. We've been playing games. I don't know how long you've been in, been with us, but, um, we uh, started with asking everybody to talk a little bit about, um, the book that blooded them as romance readers. So I feel like maybe we know that a little bit from you, but tell us again, how did Uh, you come to romance? Well, so this is Christina. Hello. Um, my mom was such a huge romance reader. She used to go to the used bookstore and mm-hmm. we just had shelves and shelves and shelves, like literal, like our walls were covered in bookcases in our garage growing up. And I thought Barbara Cartland was maybe the most beautiful thing I had ever seen because she was just covered in jewels and pink and fluffy dogs and stuff. But I think the first book that I read that I realized like something like I wanted more of was, um, Oh, the Thornbirds. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dirty Creek. Now, did you read the Thornbirds or did you watch it on television with your parents not knowing? Because that's how I came to the Thornbirds. No, my mom had, she had a copy of the book. And I, th- I think, 
Who knows, man? I'm old. I'm 44. <laughs> I just have such a memory. We're all aging fast. Yes. Too. I just have mm-hmm. such a memory of that book and, and all the like scandalous things that I wasn't supposed to find like titillating. And I did. You guys, I watched that movie with my mom. Yep. Oh, that, that's real awkward. <laughs> No, it was like totally normal. Cause like, well, wait, you hippies. also just wrote a priest book, Andy. So now it's all coming together. <laughs> I was like, and yeah, you went yeah. to wait, and you went to Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, oh boy, with, formative a, text, right? No, there was a dorm with all of the young seminarians, and um, and a lot of them were hot. <laughs> <laughs> I like that there was a pause there. Like you were like, oh, the rest of this sentence, maybe I shouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to own up to like ruining anyone's vocation. Okay. <laughs> Good. Nice. But they can All still right. go out and drink. It was fine. Like, oh, sure. Sure. Hot priests are back. It's all good. It's maybe fine. educational kissing. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All Lauren. Right. Yeah. What about um, you, Lauren? I think it was Danielle Steele, probably. I, you know, I had like super like literary intellectual parents who were sort of horrified that I wanted to spend my allowance money um, at the used bookstore buying Danielle Steele, but I did. And it was amazing. And I think that, you know, I it, like I went there and I never came back. So. Have you ever seen um, recently? There was was it Steve? Was it you who we should let Steve in? Should we let, yeah. we let can Steve we in? Steve, 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 we have some questions. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to join us? Steve is like I'm in my jammies. I was not planning to come this way. Uh, hang on, I find him. There he is. Oh wait, wait. no, I, I think you're Eric again. Is like I'm trying Eric to do again. the thing. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Steve. Yes. Was it you who did the thread with the Daniel Steele photos recently? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that was, it was an article in Life magazine in 1982. Wait, I'm sorry. Before you go on, we should introduce people to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve Amadown joined us for our Vivian Stevens episode, which was episode the last of the last, last episode of season two. Yeah. <laughs> episode of the last. <laughs> it made sense to me. Um, and we talked about all, Steve is like a genius. He knows everything there is to know about um, category romances. I mean, he knows a lot about not category romances too, but I, if I have questions about category, Steve is my first, my first go. Um, but those, so yeah, tell everybody about that crazy photo. Yeah, so there, it's uh, it's an article from Life magazine about uh, I want to say it was it, it was Kathleen Woodyless, Danielle Steele, Rosemary Rogers, um, Jennifer Wilde, whose real name is uh, Tom. Oh gosh, his name just went out of my head. Anyways, it's this picture of Danielle Steele sitting on a couch with like it. It almost looks like Princess Leia hair. Mm-hmm. Like she's got some kind of some bun thing going, <laughs> and this like albino hairless dog sitting in front of her, and I I do I still don't know if it's a ceramic dog or a real dog. I have no I, idea. It looks like the dog from you know the dog from Friends with a Chandler and Joey like have in their apartment. I don't know if you all are Friends fans, but it looks like that dog, but real. Like right. I too looked at this picture for 
a really long time and then sent it to Eric. Like, do you have opinions about the the veracity of this dog? <laughs> and was Eric like, are you considering this for your next author photo? Daniel Steele is a queen, though. I mean, yeah. Amazing. The, the desk photo with like she has mm, a custom yes. desk where it's it looks like a stack of her books. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. No, I mean so prolific. And you go into any store and she's got shelves and they're uh-huh. just all so beautiful. So yeah, Palomino was my first. And I think I just ripped through as many as she had and then I was like done. And then I think Clan of the Cape Bear was a little saucy. Oh. So I think oh, that got yeah. that one too. That's, That's when I was like, one. all right, I like the sexy parts too, I guess. Jondalar. <laughs> my mom had that and I would flip th- to like find the the like, oh, yeah. sexy bits, which at which were not like they were no, at the time. Very, I mean, consent is just nowhere. Not happening. Book. I mean, nope. nowhere in that book. Because <laughs> it's literal clan. It's like over the shoulder yeah. and go. Yeah. <laughs> Startling for Bikes a young... on bikes, as Car- Carly Lane would say. Yeah. <laughs> I think Yikes. it won't surprise anyone to know that I read that. My mom had it, and I read her copy, I think probably without her knowledge. I mean, certainly without her knowledge. And I put it back after the, I was like, oh, this isn't, this isn't for me. I wasn't supposed to read this. <laughs> my God, you're so cute. Adorable. <laughs> and so I've not read the other ones in that series. Um, sure. I don't think I mean, I did read it and I haven't read those other ones either. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I feel so. like we should talk about Flowers in the Attic. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was Ooh, wait, yeah. did anybody here read Flowers in the Attic as a young, impressionable oh, yeah. person? I was yeah. like, yes, yes. 11 or 12? No. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Yeah. My aunts were like, Flowers in the Attic is great, of course. And like, we had a very libertarian reading policy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, whatever. Here we all well, are. I now. wasn't supposed, I wasn't supposed to be reading my mom's romance novels. Like, she would just leave them laying flat somewhere. And I was really good at like finding the dirty spot. Sure. But with Flowers in the Attic, she thought I was just reading, you know, a kid book. A kid's book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, children. And they were kids. I just I read the fact that I was so into them. My parents knew that they weren't just kids' books. But my mom also just left out like the joy of sex, just like out on the kitchen counter, like, hey, you can read this. And I'm like, I'm not gonna read the joy yeah. of sex. I want to read no. like Mary got with. me a sex a book about sex, like a encyclopedia. Because I was like, sure. I'm not asking you questions. Like, you're a weird hippie. I don't want nothing to do with this. This is a but, good move, by the way. You just, like, yes. leave the books around, and then the kids yep. find them, and it's fine. Sure. Fine. Yeah, but the updated version's much different than the ones that, like, we saw when we were growing up. Sure. Yeah. It's, like, very hairy, you know, <laughs> people with, like, hippie hair. I and... going to say hairy something else. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like... <laughs> oh, Judy illustration forever, forever. Yeah, that was also very scandalous mm-hmm. forever. Brazilian waxes had not come into fashion when my mom's copy of the Joy. No, 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 no. It's one of my favorite things about Ted Lasso is that Roy Kent is so hairy. It's like wild. I'm like, look at him. He is like a regular- plant of the cave bear. <laughs> Except that, the, you know, he's like the original grunting hero. That's what we say in my one text chat. It's oh true. My God. 
Steve, I didn't mean to like scare you by bringing you in to us, and I will yeah. unspotlight you and send you back <laughs> to like that's okay. Just send hanging. You back to the hanging. But if yeah. we have questions about, you know, Harlequin presents number one, we're bringing you back that's, in. Just FYI, right. that's why I'm here. But also, Andy, you should have Steve on for drunk history. Oh, <gasps> yes. definitely yes. has read them all. I'm gonna there you go. Yes. I love it. No, you're coming on. It's gonna here. Be we fire. are. This is my favorite thing. Just. Yes. getting people together to drink wine and talk about romance all right yeah, we love you steve thank so you so much fun. for coming Yay. okay so i we're gonna play now andy and christina and lauren are gonna play title smash i'm gonna put you back on title smash for a minute i'm excited I about feel it it's at a disadvantage since they already write books together i think it's <laughs> gonna be amazing <laughs> We're adding you into the fold. Okay, ready? So we didn't want it to be easy for them. No, right. Okay. Um, Not that kind of guy plus dirty, roundy thing. Wait, this one of my favorites. Sorry, what are the rules? You need to explain. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, we we asked them to come a little later. Sure. Okay, I have (laughs) taken two of your well, your books, Christina and Lauren, and one of Andy's books, and we are going to smash them together and make a new title. And the three of you now are going to tell me what your new book is about. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yes. And so here it is. Not that kind of dirty, rowdy thing. This is like the lunch I had with my agent. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not that kind of dirty, ratty thing. What is this new book you have all written about? I oh, here's what I think the premise is. I I think I think it's a friends to lovers. I think the hero and heroine, like the like the hero wants to try some some dirty sex things, mm-hmm. and the and hero he's down, is like, but he's like. <laughs> <laughs> He has muscles. He has muscles. <laughs> she read dirty rowdy thing, together. and he's like anything but rope. I'm just not that dirty rowdy thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, anything but rope. And she's like, we're only going to do it once, <clears> just <throat> to get it out of our systems. Oh, get it out of our systems. It's the best one. Yeah, and then they end up doing it everywhere in in the city where they live. I'm going to fix San Diego because that seems better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. San Diego seems dirty to you. Is that what you said? No, no, it doesn't seem dirty. It seems uh, like a good I thought for city. sure this would be on like a dude ranch or something, but okay. <laughs> I mean, it just seems like a, a good city for a good city for like finding outdoor places to have sex because it's never below seventy degrees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true. Fair. This is okay. true. All right, so we have a setting and we have some conflict. Christina, anything you want to add to this? What's the low moment of this one going to be? Maybe I don't know. Um. I I, I I don't know. You ruined it, Jen. Sorry. Ruined it. Sorry. I was like, I was the San Diego thing really took me by surprise, I think. Okay. All right. Here we go. One more. Oh, hold on. Why won't that work? Oh, okay. Um, all hours. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a quarantine right now. <laughs> it's 2020. Yeah. <laughs> It is, um, it, yeah, it is uh, two two chefs at a restaurant stuck in their apartment for oh, maybe not yes. working. Maybe they weren't even friends before, and they actually kind of were competitors, and they hated each other, and now they're stuck together, and they're starting to kind of fall in love, so there's a little bit of, like, angry, I resent you sex, but then it, mm-hmm. you know, that's when they start to really show their true hearts. They get the quarantine puppy. <laughs> they get a quarantine puppy. Right. I mean, of course. (laughs) 
but then you have to write a dog for the whole thing. Yeah, that, right. That's why it's all hours because puppies are a lot of work. Oh, there you go. Boom. <laughs> yeah, they fight all all hours. Who's turn it in to walk the puppy? All right, um, Wait, Sarah. We, we yeah. haven't played yet the game where we wanted to ask the chat. Or oh, yeah. I feel like since oh Kate left, but now with the four of you, um, we want to play one more like plotting game where we ask oh, yeah. like old whose line is it anyway style, oh, where okay. we ask the chat. So throw in the chat. We would like an occupation, a location, or just put one of these in: an occupation, a location, or a trope. And I'm going to read oh, the God. things I see first. <laughs> we have so I see cemetery. <laughs> I see hockey player Ooh. and i see brother's best friend yes bingo is the brother dead i am not the writer for yeah, this particular just, purpose yeah you have the cemetery, cemetery hockey player brother's best friend i mean maybe they meet at a cemetery <laughs> or maybe maybe there was a hockey injury and he feels really guilty because it was like a pup a puck gone astray and now but how does the cemetery figure in <laughs> oh okay i think they're at you know, like not the brother like one like a, a distant relative's funeral and the brother's best friend who's a hockey player comes back i agree i think it needs to be a meet cute somehow over in a yeah, cemetery. Maybe, maybe they have like a quick bang in a mausoleum. I don't know. <gasps> wow. That could be to a new I mean, place. it sounds a little this... dusty, but I'm I could be into it. I mean, Buffy and Angel probably did it there. It's fine. Oh yeah, I mean, they also, did. in all of my fic, that's basically like the where they thriller did it. video. Buffy and Spike. There's so much. Wait, like, what did you say, Tracy? Some, yeah, sorry. Buffy and Spike. Buffy and Spike. Oh, exactly. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Point of order. (laughs) (laughs) We're like six feet under. All of those people were constantly banging at funerals. Mm -hmm. That's true. true. It's a complicated time emotionally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. I'll allow it. Okay, I am going to, um, we are going to, I think Tracy has to leave soon. So Tracy, thank you so much. We thank love you. you thank I you for joining us. Thanks for being part of Faded <clears throat> Meats. Making it great. Have fun. Bye. Um, everyone, for the people who are listening and the people in the, who are watching now, show notes, we'll make sure we link to everybody's social media so you can find everyone and books by everybody so that you can find books by them. Um, but reminder, Like Lovers Do is available for $1.99 and you can pre-order Kate Claiborne's Love It First. It's so good. It's so good. It's beautiful. Oh, Christina I just Lawrence says it's great. I just got Let's my go to too. Yes. Can't wait. Um, okay, so we are going to play another version of Tropes, Kill, Marry, or Fuck, for, specifically for Christina, Lauren, and Andy. Um, Which one's we So, Kill, Marry, or Fuck, the following tropes. Oh. Revenge, but then, oops, I love you. <laughs> Best friend's sibling, or aphrodisiac. Okay. All right. Kill aphrodisiac, or am I listing a book, or am I just saying the nope, trope? No, nope, you're just, okay. just trope. Yeah. 
Okay, I kill aphrodisiac. I fuck the revenge. Oops, I love you, and I marry best friend sibling. Mm-hmm. You are so sure. Yeah, no I am certain. certainly. Mine is I the totally same. agree with Lauren. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Well, I don't know. What's what do you love more, the fuck or the marry? <laughs> <laughs> I think I always if you, you marry know, somebody you can fuck them forever. Forever. But oh, okay, no. okay, okay. Then yeah, yeah, same as low because oops, I love you is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh, well then that's okay. So then you're gonna yeah, marry them. I, mean, I, I, I agree. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. All okay. right. All mm-hmm. right. So let's do I'm another leaving. one. This is much less stressful. Kill Mary or Fuck the So Wrong It's Right edition. Oh, one special for you, Andy J. Christopher. <laughs> 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 Kill Mary or fuck dad's best friend, hot for teacher or boss secretary. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to kill hot for teacher, um, except for Charlotte's the professor by Charlotte's sign. That's the only one I'm gonna keep. (laughs) I'm going to fuck boss secretary because I can't, yeah, I'm gonna fuck it because it's a it's a (laughs) kick. And then And then I'm gonna marry Dad's best friend. Yeah, um, I know. But only because I've I've seen there's a TikTok meme <laughs> where yes, <laughs> where like it's like you're you're dating a guy and he's like, don't cheat on me, um, especially not when you meet my dad. Um, Is this Katie Roberts TikTok? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I okay. I read that. Like, I, she was like, "I'm gonna do this thing," and I'm like, "Yeah, do that, do that thing." And she sent it to me, and I read it in like a, a very short <laughs> period of time. Like, um, anyway, but like, there's this like, there's a TikTok meme where, and basically, like Paul Rudd's son got on it. And was like, <laughs> cheat on me, yeah, but this is my dad. And then the end oh. of the meme was like, "Yeah, I'll cheat on you with your dad." You know, that's like the only example. <laughs> That you could have given that would have won me over to that trope. Yeah, I know exactly. I was like, like oh, this is ridiculous. And I was like, oh, okay. Paul Rudd's son is hot. Also, I mean, Gary Oldman's son is very hot. And then you're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, no. And then, Did you guys um, see that really funny thing going around on Twitter today where it was somebody who had posted, like, remember in Back to the Future 3 where we thought it was ridiculous that Marty McFly had a son that looked exactly like Marty McFly? And then they were showing pictures of Michael J. Fox with his son today. And he literally are twins and you're like oh my god he really did just like create like clone himself i'll find it i'm now sorry I have to Google that. yeah all right we are we do have one another game to play um which is called sorry I, I, you were all talking and i wanted people to see your gorgeous faces and then you stopped oh wait but um, wait christina what? why didn't you get that look on your face when you saw those three? Oh yeah christina oh, wait did you guys do it you didn't do it christina oh, no. we skipped we'll come back to wood Dever- wood Derek craven ah ah okay yeah, Christina, Christina Lauren, dad's best friend, hot for teacher, boss, secretary. I worked at a school, so I have to, I have to kill hot for teacher. Uh-huh. I this, just, is a, this is a I Sophie's choice for Christina, though, because she doesn't like either the dad's best friend or the hot for teacher, <laughs> I can guarantee. And I owe, it to, I owe it to Bennett to marry boss secretary. I yeah. was going to say. That's why we put that in here for you, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like hot for teacher. And now that Kate's gone, I can admit that because otherwise she'd be horrified. Um, and I want to do I, a hot, wait, Lauren, I want to do a hot for teacher interstitial, but Jen can't do it. Cause she's a teacher. I can't <gasps> do it. Yeah. Can so I? will you fill you in could, for Jen and, and do hot for teacher with me? me? Yeah. I can be go. stupid Jen. Cause I am not nearly as smart, but I would love <laughs> to step in. 
I mean, can or I you gotta save me for that one to talk about the professor by Charlotte? Yes, Stein. it'll just be a bunch of people hanging. Yes, for hot for teacher, and I'll yes. Kate, Kate and I'll just be in a corner saying, "Hold me." I'm into it. <laughs> I yeah. So I'm gonna. I mean, I'm doesn't Naima Simone have a hot for teacher? Like, uh, yes, she does. There are a lot of them, and they're all good. Yeah. Except um, I don't love it. See, I, like, I'm assu- I know I, was, I know this is a trash take, everyone, but I don't love it when it's the hot the teacher is the woman. I know, I know it's trash. Oh, I agree. I, I just agree. hid myself from this conversation. Standard, but... I was like <laughs> Jen, Jen has left the group chat. <laughs> All right. So Christina, you're marrying boss secretary, you're killing hot for teacher, and you're fucking your dad's best friend. Oh, God. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Fine. All right, let's keep going because we're almost at we're almost yeah. at the end of the wait. Yeah, what's you're happening. Hang you're on. All right, would Derek Craven? So, um, Christina and Lauren, Andy's already played this this game, but this is a game that we play or we at Faded Mates like to say Derek Craven would never about heroes that we think do bad things. Because <laughs> Derek Craven would never, and so your options are Derek Craven would or Derek Craven would never. Okay. okay. Christina Lauren, if Derek Craven were a vampire, no, no, (laughs) would he sparkle? No, No. he would not. No, No. you're just like no, straight up, flatly no. no. We agree. By the way, Derek Craven doesn't even go in the sun except for when the (laughs) casinos burn down. So (laughs) yeah, we would never know. Truthfully, but did he? If he went into the sun. He wouldn't. He would I have to know though, is this game like so the very first conversation like I ever had with Sarah in person was she was talking about um about heroes in books and she said, You have to ask yourself, do they poop or not? Oh and so every Christina, single character you're betrayed. I've never talked about this on the podcast. Oh <laughs> And so now, in the back of my head, when I'm thinking of characters, I'm like, look, Andy's like, she doesn't talk about that. Okay, so I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to do the whole thing. I have heard this before. Every single time. The chat went silent. I well, it's just us and our 300 closest friends. Sure. I need to go get more wine. I'll be right back. <laughs> is, just there enough, is there enough wine? Is there, okay. Nisha Sarah, is pointing out that Tracy, Tracy cannot deal with this conversation. And I'm not even sure Kate knows this. Oh, Kate is so a, glad she's gone. It's a good metric. It is a good magic. A shiver just went through Kate's entire body. So my and theory. She, she's like. My general theory, you guys. Oh, my God. Like, Steve Amidon is so smart. And he's in this. All, he's watching. Sorry. You've got to tell him. I saw Caroline Linden is here. Like, it's happening. So my okay, wait, general. Sarah, here's what I want to do. I want you to stop sharing your screen. So that oh, yeah. You can see your oh, face. oh, right. Excuse and then you can maybe... see my very red face. It's fine. Oh. And then. And then we're going to add Adriana and yes. Lisa and Joanna. I think Adriana is very important for this discussion. Because I she's yes, a Adriana knows what's up. So, okay. Adriana, go. welcome. <laughs> Adriana's like, <laughs> you don't even know what you joined. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> the, moment, the moment I saw Derek Cribbon would never, I was like, 
All these questions are no because <laughs> <laughs> but let's not talk about that. Uh, Nisha's uh, here. Welcome, Nisha. And then Joanna Shoop. Can and we Joanna like, Shoop? Hi. Hi. <laughs> there you go. Here I am. <laughs> I had a moment of panic when you asked about flowers in the attic because I thought I had unmuted myself and everybody helped heard me yell yes yes <laughs> every time I see like like still it like deep in my soul every time I see like a powdered donut I think <laughs> uh so okay, everyone, actually yeah everyone ahead, here I think has stars. heard that everyone uh, everyone in Hollywood Squares knows this so I mean I guess <laughs> I'm eventually <laughs> i'm so glad it's the 100th episode look at nisha's yeah. face joanna <laughs> minds are gonna be changed okay minds are gonna be changed here we so go here <laughs> oh. so here is so the deal. it's not even me <laughs> i have a theory about heroes <laughs> that is also about men <laughs> That is sort of generally, no, not generally. Let's be honest. There are two kinds of heroes. There are heroes who poop and heroes who do not poop. And what I mean by that, oh my God, hopefully hide your children. There is like, for example, can you imagine Benedict Cumberbatch pooping? And the answer is category. Look at them all. They can't. No. They can't, they no. can't imagine. He is, an, he is no. not a pooper. The best thing about this not. theory, though, is we agreed. We went through a very long list at Wonder Woman. Yes. And then, <laughs> very consistent. I mean, it is consistent. It is, it's basically proven. Lauren's a scientist. Like, it's proven. She basically she proved it. <laughs> and then, and, no clinical trials. On, on the other hand, can you imagine Tom Hardy pooping? Yes, with the door open. <laughs> like, yes, for everyone. <laughs> what have I done? He ate so many leaks, Sarah. Like, so much fiber. <laughs> so much fiber. Thank you. Oh, my God. With the yeah. door open after he's left you naked on the bed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm no a- care in the world. So oh, I'm just saying, God. and this is not, there is no judgment here. <laughs> Here. This is a no judgment zone. You are either like it's fine either way. We've all written poopers and non poopers, <laughs> but that's how heroes fall into categories. It's true. It's science. It is. This is a, a Venn diagram, but no overlap. It's just two yes. circles. Exactly. <sighs> all right, well. Someone said Chris Evans poops, and Sarah doesn't think he poops. I'm sorry. That's incorrect. <laughs> okay, that was the only one we disagreed on. That's in the now, wait of a error. second, because I would not have expected Chris Evans to have a picture of his naked penis on his phone. So that's additional information. Okay. What? You didn't think that he would have a dick pic on his phone? I don't know. Do all He's people Chris have dick Evans. pics on their phone? Chris oh, Evans absolutely I... has multiple pictures. But yeah. Yeah. Right, Andy? Of course he has a dick pic on his phone. Ready to go. Why wouldn't he? Uh, yes. <laughs> that picture was uh, was one that was supposed to go to the garbage. It's one of the of the rejects because he has a folder for the garbage. <laughs> and it's brand new. Like, and that's how we got it. Here we go. 
there right. you go. There you go. <laughs> Jen so just maybe, looks disgusted with so all of I know. Lauren, I'm just like, <laughs> it's fine. I've it's got my fine. teacher face on. Fine. I feel like everyone now knows a little more about me. Christina, thank you. And I, if this is the last time you listen to the podcast, I guess that's how it is. (laughs) Everyone's going to be going to their bookcases tonight. (laughs) But for example, would Derek Craven poop? Would Derek Craven? Yes. 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 Absolutely. St. Vincent wouldn't poop. I love St. Vincent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if St. Vincent's a pooper. It's true. It's true. Jack Mulligan. Is that a pooper? <laughs> Joanna's like, do not bring my books into this. <laughs> I was not aware. <laughs> no, well, this is not on the agenda, guys. This all right, this is agenda. not on the agenda. We'll what leave it shock. aside. What a it's shock! Fine. That we went off script. I could not have ever predicted. I'll tell you, happen. Steve is very glad he is no longer spotless. Yeah, right. For... This conversation. Well, and I'm pretty sure Adriana Herrera. Eric's like four timer. We just, now Jen and I are in a discussion about whether this counts as p- time five, and we actually don't think so. We think you're only right. because we actually do not have a stash of pink lady jackets anywhere. I, I mean, I'm gonna be really <laughs> honest with you. I, I think it's a it's more of a supply problem than an actual like counting issue. Exactly. But mm-hmm. Adriana, who's been who is our our most regular co our guest. Stop on... making poop jokes, Sarah. No. <laughs> <laughs> she is the fiber of the show. She's the fiber of the show. No. Oh god. No, um Adriana's awesome. She has a book out this week. Woo! Best week for a book release. Quiet news week. I mean, what else is going on? Quiet news week. Oh. Wait, and the book is called Wait. So tell everybody what's the book is called. See, it's I don't American know. Christmas. It's yes. a novella for in the Dreamer series. It's the last little bit of the Dreamer series. And, um, and it's uh I'm calling it a gift of the Magi remix, but with lots like with mad black and brown people. Nice. And uh, that is out this week, and somebody hopefully will put the link in the chat. Oh, Sue Riley yep. got there first. Good job. Thank you, Sue. Um, and But Adriana also has a book coming out next week. Is it next week or two weeks from now? Next week? On the week? 17th, whenever that yeah, is. Girl. On the 17th, sometime in the future. Who knows when? A thousand years in the future. <laughs> yeah, right. With Joanna Shoup and others. And it's called Duke I'd Like to F. And yeah, Lauren's like, click, 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 click. No, click, click. I like, this is what I'm reading right now, and I'm losing my mind. I just want you guys to know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have it. Yay. It is a lot of fun. I just got very red. Lauren's <laughs> having a copy. Club. Adriana, why don't I have a copy? Oh, <laughs> you could have one. <laughs> What's going on? I don't um, appreciate. Right. They're coming right now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Adriana and Joanna. Joanna, tell everybody about Duke. I'd like to ask the anthology. Uh, so it's uh, Sierra Simone, Adriana, me, uh, Eva Lee, and Nicola Davidson, and we're all doing our own takes on the, you know, very spicy Duke. I'd like to f idea. And, uh, yeah, so older Duke, younger Duke, um, you get kind of a mix of, of everything. Yeah. They're very, I, I just finished, um, the stories of 
the other authors, and they are all amazing. Joanna's is yeah, it's super hot. Um, Joanna's is dad's best rating. friend. Speaking yes. of, right. I yep. had to get up and walk around <laughs> like 15 minutes. No, I'm totally serious. Put it in serious. my veins. Yeah. Put it in my yeah. veins. Yeah. I think it's the fastest I've ever written anything in my life. Hmm. And I was just, you know, I was in quarantine and the word DILF, somebody was talking about DILF. And I was like, has anybody ever written a Duke? Like, Duke, I'd like to F story, and it didn't exist in Amazon. And there I went. I was like, yeah. no, I don't think I've down. ever responded to an email that fast. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, so we're thinking about writing this. I'm like, yes. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. What would be, I want Andy to like a stern brunch Duke. I don't know what the equivalent would be, right? Um, um, yes. Stay tuned. Okay, there we go. We'll just Ooh. let you think about it. Ooh. Okay, and then Misha. Your latest release, <clears throat> The Legal Affair, yes. were they suing about to stop people from voting? Was that what the plot of that book was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Supreme Probably Court. Because that's a hero. Hmm. So, yeah, no, they're like, they're brown billionaires. And there's a company that is trying to take over their dad's business and squash the immigrant dream. And they're like, we're not having it. We're going to defend our father's business. And obviously, they need the help of three incredible women uh, because they can't do it on their own. So uh, it's basically a bunch of really rich brown people because that's what I wanted to read growing up and I could not find it. So that's what I decided to write. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. That is awesome. So, and Nisha was with us recently talking about mafia romances. So she was here uh, two weeks ago talking about mafia, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, and people were very excited by that episode. I saw two versions of response to that episode. One was like, I, I, I could never, Derek Craven would never. And the other was like, I bought every book on that episode. <laughs> so, which is what Faded Mates is here for. We're happy to be all things to all people here. Yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, we've been playing games in chat. Jen, do you want to go? You have you have yes. the next version of this. Okay. Yes, I do. Hold on. Let me see what is what's what. Also, if there are questions, we should have said this yes. from the start, but we didn't. Yeah. Um, if there are questions for any of the authors who are here, they are willing to take them. So pop them in chat. And best friend Kelly is watching chat. Um, for us. Thank you, Kelly. Can I also say something, Sarah? Yeah, please. So when we did our book event together, I ordered two copies of Her Night with the Duke because you and Kennedy were losing your mind over it. <laughs> so I want to give away one of them to somebody who's in this group tonight. So awesome. I don't know how you guys choose, but I will send it out awesome. and be open internationally so I can send that to whoever. We will figure it out. We will. We will save the chat and then just pick somebody randomly from the chat to to get it and and uh I have everybody's email from the signups. So okay. Okay. So oh wait, what did I do? Can you see my uh, something happened? But that is really nice, Lauren. Thank you so much. Oh wait, okay. Sorry. I have to share again. I got confused by my own computer. Okay. So this is a game called Title Smash. Um <laughs> what we're doing is we are putting two your two books together and and Nisha, in this case, Joanna, you're, you're now, we, I've created a new book that smashed up your titles and you're, you two are in charge of telling me what this book is about. In this case, it is 
my so-called devil of downtown. <laughs> what, what is this book about, Nisha and Joanna? Oh, Joanna. <laughs> I think it's a paranormal, and he's really an angel. And ooh, ooh, I like that. Trying to trying to save. I don't know. Good choice. Keep going. Film industry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I like that. <laughs> And wait, is this, are we doing historical and contemporary? Is it like historical paranormal or a contemporary paranormal? There's Maybe a- we cut the difference and it's 1960. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> I'll take it. Bold okay, choices from Shoop. <laughs> and that's like the golden era of Bollywood. So that works out pretty well. Perfect. Okay. So what if, wait, is it in New York or are we doing... Well, I mean, my book is in New Jersey, so I guess it doesn't matter, but... It doesn't have to be related yeah, to your you book at all. Make it, like, yeah, you can be, be like totally whatever you different. want, right? Oh, yeah, okay. It's then, Eastern yeah. Seaboard, then. Let's just say Eastern, Eastern, Eastern Seaboard. Seaboard. In the 1960s, yeah. where an angel is trying to save paranormal... No, a paranormal story about saving the Bollywood film industry, <laughs> where... Wait, who's our hero? <laughs> He's the... Don Draper. Is yeah. he the hero? <laughs> it was the angel. Yeah. Well, Don Draper poops. Yeah. Oh, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> um, the angel that she thought was the devil, right? I think. Wait, the right. angel is the hero. You know, we're gonna move on. We're gonna try it again. Yeah. We don't want to get too stuck in these. Okay, now this one. Okay, let me explain my. I'll explain again. You're making a totally new plot with this new title that I've smashed together. You do not have to be beholden to your your actual book here, right? So in this case, Adriana and Nisha, you are right, co-writing a new book together that is now titled "American Sweethearts Take Over." We could do this, Adriana. We could do this. Of course, we got this. <laughs> oh, there has to be food. Yes. I mean, it's got to be a Dominican person and an Indian person taking over the world. <laughs> Done. Together. <laughs> Bringing down the patriarchy and white supremacy with amazing like Dominican a, like, a, like a culinary franchise, maybe? Seducing yes. people with food? And there's got to be, like, some sort of, like, kitchen sex scene. Oh yes, vaccine and and like it's also like an underground like political operative thing to like bring down the patriarchy. I love it. Ooh, yeah, that sounds. See, see, you got it. Okay, one more. This time, I think it's. Oh, I was proud of this one. This time, it's Joanna and Adriana yeah. together. <laughs> the harlot is here to stay. Oh my god. <laughs> What's this about? Now my face is red. She's not um, leaving. I feel yeah, like this is I my college like experience. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like, like 1998 in Dominican Republic. Um, <laughs> or on the Notre Dame campus. <laughs> Any uh-huh. campus, really. I feel like, honestly, like my college experience, maybe we just be like, and scene. Like when we had Tracy on, and all she was like, my college experience. Maybe yeah, I think they're trying to run her out of town. Maybe. Yes. And then she goes to a new town and then she like reinvents herself. I like it. Finds a Duke. 
Matt finds a, a stern brunch duke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it's a Western because they used to call women harlots in the in the old West. This is true. She maybe she mind. has a six shooter. Maybe she's like, no, the mm. harlot is here. And to a stay. mantilla. <laughs> and <Right>. a mantilla. <laughs> and a mantilla. <laughs> she buys a little homestead and it's it's got oil under it, and then she becomes a oil baroness. There you go. Like yeah, that. I like this. See, she I would read the that. Hero in the leg, for sure. Mm. <clears throat> All I'm right. for it. All right, Sarah. All right, yeah. So, okay, we're gonna play. So, I we have some games. Oh, let's do another chat game. Okay. Okay. So we are gonna take from the chat, and again, it's gonna be. So this is whose line is it anyway? Style. So I'm gonna ask for things in the chat, and then I'm gonna just list the three things that I see first, and uh, we're gonna come up. You guys, the authors here, will come up with a plot for like a crazy book that. <laughs> Involves these things. Okay, so I need an occupation, a location, and a trip. So I see uh, Memphis. I see, whoa, it's going so fast. I know. I I see a professional mourner. <laughs> a professional. Well, we just did graveyard. Wait. Okay. I see a flight attendant. No, wait. We are. What did I do? What did we do? Memphis. A Memphis. Mem- Memphis. A flight attendant. And a. A welder. I need a trope. Forced oh, proximity. Also, what was the so wait? Memphis flight attendant. Flight attendant. Forced proximity. Okay. Can we work? Isn't Graceland in Memphis? Can we can we work Graceland into that somehow? Yes. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> sure. Because it's not weird enough. <laughs> I feel like this was a book that I have read. Elvis poops, by the way. <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry. Oh. I couldn't resist. That I'm we know for dead. sure. <laughs> That's been verified. <laughs> Jen, I'm sorry. Okay. Memphis, flight attendant, uh, forced proximity, Graceland. So pit stop one bedroom at the hotel. <laughs> nice. I feel like this would Keep be going. Sucky fanfic AU. Ooh. <laughs> oh. You're singing like Christina and Lawrence. What if the flight attendant meets vampire Elvis? <laughs> Andy. Keep talking. <laughs> then it has to be forced proximity in Graceland. In Graceland, because he can't leave Graceland. He can't leave Graceland. <gasps> like, yes, like dark needs there. at night's edge. Yes. <laughs> so she has to stay past her layover. Like the real conflict is she's gonna lose her job because, like, <laughs> she's gotta stay in Graceland. <laughs> and there's definitely shower sex with. Elvis vampire, but he's young Elvis vampire. Young Elvis vampire. Um, cool, like that the conflict like, is warm. The shower. The conflict isn't that he's a vampire. It's that she might lose her job. <laughs> <laughs> what if the conflict is that her dad was Elvis's sworn enemy and really yes. summing there for revenge? She's gonna yes. take him. All right, now this book <gasps> has to get written. So who's writing it? Uh, that's not and that's the where the bondage comes in, right? 
<laughs> oh boy. I this feel like there's a title, like the to the, it's ripe for titling too. Oh my god, it'd be like, so good. The kings, the king. Oh my god, people would buy it and they'd be like, I don't know what this is. It's a vampire book. And then it's like, oh, it's an Elvis vampire. Okay. Walking in Memphis. Oh, this day might be one of those Memphis. books where we each like write a chapter and send it to the next one. And so it's like a round robin Red with robin. authors oh, yeah, and you don't know what the hell you're getting. And then at the end, you've just got, yeah. 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 Blue Suede Death. Each other. Blue Suede yeah. Death. Yeah. That's a good one. I feel like you were born for this Andy. game. Stinky, <laughs> breaky heart. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, who said that? That's perfect. I think it's in, is it in the chat? Stinky, I put it in my breaky chat. heart. I texted oh. low. Yeah, okay, that's amazing. Wait, did you text Christina? You should I have said, said that. <laughs> oh my God. Stinky. I was like, how do you smell stinky? Yeah. I mean, perfect. Um, sure. Well, that's like, the winner. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's not. All ending. right. <laughs> We're going to play. Um, so, well, this is on brand. We're going to play this game again, which is <laughs> Kill, Marry, or Fuck the IAD edition for the people who Andy's already played, but mm-hmm. everybody else. Um, so would you kill, so Kill, Marry, or Fuck, Fangs, Wolf Hologram, Horns. Adriana's face. You're going to go first, Adriana. I, I mean, I just, I got to kill Fangs just because it's Nicolas Cage. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> IAD style. IAD style. Okay, I'm like covering his face with no, my it's Lothair. It's, it's Lothair. Lothair. it's Lothair yeah. and McCreeve and, okay. well, no, it's Bowen. It's Lothair. Right, let's go. And Bowen and, go. and, uh, and Cian, Cyan from the last Abyssinian. You said you said Lothair. The door's opened. All right. <laughs> Good. Um, I'm gonna kill Wolf Hologram, Mary Fangs, and Horns. <laughs> See, there you go. Fine. Nisha, you wanna take a stab at this one? Yeah, I think I'm the same. I mean, Wolf Hologram has to go. Like, I feel like wolves in general just like there's just a lot of hair and (laughs) it's like that's just messy i'm just not into it the horns let's do fuck the horns and i i could i could do lothair for like the rest of my life so lothair for life lothair for life or death as the case may be (laughs) or death has there Embrace ever it. been a more unattractive picture than that wolf? <laughs> picture? Like, I mean, Nick Cage is pretty I picked these on purpose. Yeah, Nick Cage is looking real good. I mean, I mean, <laughs> That's not easy to do. I would definitely kill the wolf hologram. I would uh, fuck the fangs, and you know, because of Rydstrom, that I'm long. I mean, yes. Horns. I'm there. I'm sold. Done. Ride or invested. die. Ride or die will. for ride. If you will. <laughs> I mean, they got the, the horns are there for holding on. Yeah. Those horns. Mm. Those horns are very intimidating. They <laughs> <laughs> hurt. Yeah. I can't hor- believe I didn't make a cock slapping gnomes joke earlier when I played this game, oh, and I really. Wait, you know, I almost pretty. put cock slapping gnomes in this for you in some way. 
I mean, that's I couldn't my figure favorite line from all of a- IAD I is, know. come on, Lisbetta. It's not as if I go around cock slapping gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> it's only Everybody loves Lothair. Oh. All right, wait, hang on. We're going to do some more. Trope edition, kill, marry, or fuck. This one's for Nisha. I mean, everybody plays, but Nisha, we we made this special for you. I secret baby. Secret baby. Secret baby. Guardian ward, <laughs> fake fiance. Yeah, marry the secret baby. We know. Yes, Nisha! <laughs> I love the secret baby. Marry the secret baby. I would fuck the fake fiance, and I would kill the guardian ward because that just... I, sure. I would say the same. Same. Oh, I would I would reverse guardian ward and fake fiance, but otherwise, yes. Joanna? No, I'm killing the secret baby. That's mm. correct. I can't I <laughs> too. Don't want it. Don't care. Don't even start. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I would tell us um, what you really think. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is a good one. Whoa. Whoa. I just, I just, wow. Oh, oh, wait, shoot. oh, I skipped ahead. Wait, Joanna, just, we'll come back to it. We're coming back to it. Wait, ah, it's, ah. It's okay. totally fine. It's t- wait, but so who do you marry and who do you kill? I who do you, the who guardian board, marry the fake fiance. All right. I'll allow it. Badass heroin move. Kill, marry, or fuck. Your options are Mantilla hero shooting, blood hand job, or chopping off your middle finger and sending it to your lover. Wait. A la I mean, Mantilla hero shooting is Lord of Scoundrels. Blood hand job is Millivane's Heart of Blood and Ashes. Chopping off your middle finger and sending it to your lover is, of course, Lothair. <laughs> oh, Adriana Wait, is. Adriana's... She's just, uh, we've sent her now. She's, she's ready. <laughs> All right, Adriana, you're up. How can I even choose between <laughs> blood hand job and Mantilla <laughs> hero shooting? Okay, I'm gonna have to kill all of their move, which <gasps> really, like, I'm not gonna sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm texting Cressley right now. <laughs> it, it hurt, it hurt, but it, it's unfair what you put it up against. And I'm gonna have to fuck the blood hand job because I think about it every day. And Mantilla hero shooting, marry forever, Jessica Trent. That's your fave, yeah. <sighs> Jessica Trent for president. Yes. Yes. Who, anybody have different feelings? I mean, chopping off your middle finger and sending it to your lover. It's my favorite IAG book, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna fuck that one at least. That is a but boss the- move. Okay, damn, I love you guys, that book. in the chat, Rohani said, fuck the finger. You can do a lot with one finger. And I was like, our queen <laughs> has just answered. <laughs> I know. I'm not I when you're having conversations with, like, your, like, book friends or something, and you're like, nobody outside of this world would understand this conversation. Uh-huh. That is exactly what <laughs> this is. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if you were like, our blood hand job, they're like, what? what? <laughs> and they're like, like, oh, my God, God. I'm like, yes. <laughs> but I thought with the hand job is nobody really likes the hand job all that much. So whatever. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the hand job. I would I would kill the hand job. I would fuck the middle finger and Jessica Trent for life. <laughs> I second that. All right. Does anybody have different feelings? We're Guys, good. If How you can need you? a blo- if you ever need a hand job, it's after like killing your brother. After- baby has like, <laughs> yeah. the guy. 
Exactly. It's after watching a woman stab her brother, who's also your arch enemy. Because she was not going to waste that loot. Who you are not allowed to kill. She just took it. She took care of business. Amazing. In a murder dress. (laughs) (laughs) There, that's the mashup I want. I want hero shooting hand job mashup. Jessica Trent against, I don't know, T-Rex or whatever is happening over in... All right. Uh, This is the final version of this for the night. Would Derek Craven? I think we all know the rules. Derek Craven would is a possibility. Derek Craven would never is the other possibility. Adrian Herrera, you're up first. Would Derek Craven eat at a food truck? Uh, No. (laughs) We'll burn it down. I mean, I agree, honestly. Yeah, like, really? Unless it's like a food truck that's selling like a whole like side of beef. And you, you know, like something like extreme. But like, I just don't see Derek Craven like eating like street Japanese food. fusion tacos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. like, like a waffle and dingus. Right. Like, I just don't <laughs> see like it. New York thing. I mean, if it's like street food, like, like if it's like, re- like street food. Yeah. But if it's something like, you know, like a yeah. waffle with like a waffle cone with like <laughs> pate or something no. like he would burn it down. I really right. believe that. I mean, he would eat at the falafel truck every single day. The halal truck, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very specific answer, and I appreciate it. I like it. I like it. Okay, next. Nisha Sharma, would Derek Craven fuck you on the table after your contract negotiation? This, this is specifically for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> D- yes, Derek Craven would. <laughs> we were like, we were like, what would the lights be like in Derek Craven's yeah, contract negotiation office? Like, we were like, room. what? <laughs> This is a reference for all of you who don't know to a very specific scene in the Fifty Shades movie, which is in fact great. Yeah. And Nisha loves it. Yeah. <laughs> and we the movies her. are beautiful. Where's Andy? Where's so Andy? Did <laughs> Andy leave? No, Aunt, look, Andy's suspiciously left. There. She's refilling. <laughs> She's getting a new drink. Pouring. All right. <clears throat> and... No, here's the thing. I was, I oh, was yes. trying to get my dog to stop eating one of my pillows. Okay. Um, because puppies are assholes. Yes. Um, but no. I love the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. I saw them, I think I saw them all in the theater. I'm not ashamed of it at all. Um, Don't be. I read all the books in like two, two and a half days. Um, Derek Haven would definitely fuck you on the table after your contract negotiations because it would frustrate him to so, so much to have to like negotiate a contract Yes, that he would need to put his penis somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and blood hand job is not available so. right like you didn't kill anybody so there's no blood <laughs> all right that, joanna that, shoop I mean, would Derek craven close down his casino to help his love open hers wow i don't know that's tough i mean yes wouldn't he? I think he would do anything for Sarah. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Even though he loves the casino. Well, it's already burned down. I mean, let's be honest. That's true. That's true. (laughs) That's true. 
That's true. He's like, I can live without that, but I can't live without you. So yeah, he's pretty ride or die for Sarah. So yeah, he'd yes. be like, let's name it Matilda's. Oh, come on. That was good. That was good. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, well, and then they would have adult breastfeeding later. <laughs> That's what they would do. <laughs> okay. I really need to hear the breastfeeding story. This is like the third time it's been Well, said, you so. like it too, Lauren of Christina Lauren. I do. You've written it. It's fine. Yeah. It's a no, trope. No, it's totally fine. It's and not, this was and, not a criticism. Uh, it was a lead me to what I should be no. reading. Yeah. Oh, well, Derek Craven. Yeah. At the end of the prologue, yeah, 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 yeah. you. Okay, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Lisa Kleypas and Sandra Brown. Jen and I have done a deep dive. And Lisa Kleypas <laughs> and Sandra Brown, Brown very, wrote, both are yeah, very keen on yeah. adult breastfeeding. Yeah. Um, that doesn't sound sexy when you say it that way, though. It doesn't. <laughs> I, it needs to have, like, a different name. You don't like keen? <laughs> no, and I'm not sure, like, what it should be because... If it's like on Amazon, it's got some. But Lauren, but Christina Lauren have written a scene like that. What book was that? I liked that book. Uh, Beautiful Beloved. Yes. There you go. I think. Yeah. And uh, there you go. And Clayton and Clayton from Learning the Tropes asked me to please put it in a book soon. So yes, I mean, stay tuned and pre-order. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying. Like a lot um, of this. Oh wait, I'm like, still sharing my screen now, and I think you want to reference something. You should go to the Raylo fandom. Just do, do oh, it. is that like a whole thing? Oh, I bet it is. Sure. I mean, Raylo is a, a wealth of information and resources for you. It sure okay. is. <laughs> You're not wrong. So we yes. just have to send Clayton to the right place. It's out there for him. Exactly. Well, it is, I'm so impressed with us, P.S., because it's 9.04, and we have absolutely run over time with every one of the women in this <laughs> whole yeah, thing. We're still, like, landing, sticking the landing. Look at us. We're so great. Look at us. <laughs> um, you all, 100 episodes. Thank you for being with us for part Woo! of them. I know. Thank you. Woo-hoo! We are so thrilled that we have had all of you on multiple times in many cases and spent time with you and that we have you in our lives and we are so incredibly honored and like blown away that people come and listen to us every week and that more than 300 of you came and listened to us today at some point and really you keep us sane in this wild world you guys are amazing. You guys are awesome. You. Congratulations, Thank you. everybody. Thank you. And if you know what, if everybody thought this was fun, someone said we should do it again. And you know what? Maybe we will. Um, someone else asked us today if we were going to do more phone banking for the Georgia runoff. And Sarah and I were like, oh my God, so exhausting. But I will admit, I was like, hell yes, no, we we're going to bring back United States. Of, of course, course we are. Um, and we just want to say thank you to everyone for being our listeners and for being such enthusiastic fans of romance and we love all of you and we love romance so much and can i also say thanks to eric who has like is basically the reason why we are still here 100 episodes in because when we when we recorded the first one he was like no i'm gonna (laughs) go ahead and handle this for you (laughs) he's here i think although our doorbell just rang so some of you were who were here early heard his voice um, but yeah, so thanks to Eric too for making it happen. And thanks to all of you for listening and all of you for coming on. And we're going to have you all on soon again. And, uh, we had hoped that we would have big news during chat. I know. 
But back to back to waiting. Back to counting. But I'm feeling good. Feeling good about it. We're less than four thousand uh, in Georgia away. Really? Oh, that's yeah. Oh my god. I like can't even take it anymore. All right. Well, we are really glad that you guys distracted us for two hours, <laughs> and we hope we distracted you too. And we love you all. We love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Bye, everyone. Bye.